Hello, and welcome to Leading Inspired Learning, a Strive podcast. Welcome. My name is Ali Scott. I'm the project manager of Strive and your host for today's episode. Today we welcome back, because both of you have already been on the podcast, Yes. but we welcome back two members of our professional learning committee, uh, Cheryl Third and Kathy Harris. And today we are going to talk all things swag. Not like how, you know, much swagger we have, but like conference swag. Yes. Event swag. So this has been a conversation that we've been having around our professional learning committee tables for, oh, years now. And I think I mentioned it, Kathy, when we were doing our episode, but you, I think, were one of the real first ones when we were talking when to rethink pre-pandemic that really forced us as a committee to question what this looks like. So today we're going to dig into that. And now most of our listeners have already met you too, but do you want to just quickly introduce yourselves? Hello, I'm Cheryl Third, and um, many of you know me. I did a podcast, I think, way back in Yeah, one of our first. Yes, one of the first. And um, I'm a professor and coordinator at Fanshawe College, and I've been involved in the community for a long time now, almost 30 years more than 30 years, and I look forward to always engaging with the community and the folks that are doing this important work. So that's why I'm here. Yeah, thank you. I'm Kathy Harris, and I am a pedagogical leader with London Bridge. I'm center director of our Huron Heights location. Yes, and Kathy joined us for a conversation around her incredible atelier space. Yes, yes not too long ago we'll link both the episodes in this one so people can go back and listen if they haven't already excellent but both were fantastic episodes so you are old hats at the podcast thing but this time we're shifting (laughs) they looked at each other like what i just heard the word old (laughs) oh sorry you're not old (laughs) well not a day over 29 exactly all of us right right okay Yes, yeah, so we have been intentionally digging into this workaround swag, and I'm going to be the bearer of bad news right off the hop that our incredible system-wide day coming up on November 17th, the Courage to Care, there will be no swag. That has a dis- been a decision around our professional learning committee tables, a decision supported by our funders, and we're going to dig into why today. And it's, it's interesting because when you announced that at a meeting, yep. my thinking was twofold. My first thought was, oh boy, what is everybody <laughs> going to think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and unlike some swag, we, we don't offer swag for people to promote Strive. We right. offer uh, swag in gratitude to That's people. Right. So there was that piece that I was like, oh man. But then the other part of me is like, yes, like we need to continue to buck trends. Yeah. And uh, not fall into things that don't serve us. And by us, I mean the earth. And financially, there's so many things. And we're going to dig into yeah, all of we're those today. Into it. And it is important to, to talk about both sides. And even, Cheryl, this week earlier, we were talking about yes. the two sides. And we recognize and know, first and foremost, how under appreciated, undervalued um, our, our sector is. So... If there is a token of appreciation, you're right, Kathy, it's not given as a a means to 
continue promotion. It's a, it really is a token of our appreciation right. for these people spending the days with us. So there is value in that. Yes. And, and I think that's the part I'd like to dig into yeah. is also why it's so important to folks to get that and yeah. around the whole idea of care. And I think it's really interesting that the system-wide day is around care. Yes. Care of ourselves, care of our families, care of the earth. Because I think it really, there, th this conversation is about appreciation. It's about value mm -hmm. placed on who we are. It's on value of the earth. And I think I'd like to dig into why that's such an important thing, yeah. you know, and why we, the last system-wide day gave um, a very yep. um, expensive yep. Yeti to everybody. Yep. Um, and how that is reflected in some of the decisions we're making now. Yeah, and so a little context for that. The first system-wide day that Lennon engaged in, the heart work and so much more on May 9th, 2022, it was a multiple municipality effort and some municipalities for that system-wide day did give their educators Yeti cups. In the chat, and I was still on mat leave, so I was not a witness to this, but in the, the chat, I guess, when that was... Uh, learned about a lot of people were really upset now we don't know if these voices and folks came from London Middlesex Elgin we don't know but it was part of the reason that went into deciding to give a Yeti for mm -hmm. our only one you um, back in October 2022 <laughs> the years are confusing me <laughs> so we did we gave every participant of the day a, a Yeti and it was a decision that our funders supported at the time. Um, we do recognize that it is a special treat. Not everybody can afford to purchase a $45 travel mug. And Yetis are great. Nothing wrong with Yetis. Yetis yes. are wonderful. I own yeah. one. I purchased myself. They're wonderful. However, we it came it has come out twofold since then. Some people had tears of gratitude when we handed them their Yetis. When they picked them up, they were so grateful. They, you know, oh my gosh, this is such a beautiful gift. They were so generous, which is wonderful to hear that they were appreciated. And then we heard that lots of people sold their Yetis on Marketplace after the event. Right. And so for me, it's why was there that reaction, yeah. right? And underlying in our profession, this tension around receiving gifts and, and maybe even the difference between swag and what we've done in the past since we've started these conversations where we give books, for example, right. for centers. Yep. Or, you know, I don't consider that on the same vein as swag, right? Because right? a book most likely won't end up in landfill i don't uh, think all all swag is not created equal. that's right exactly it's not it's not you have your pens and your mugs and those things don't necessarily have as long a life yeah per se as a yeti mug but you know even in terms of like have we've all given a gift to somebody and then realized they regifted it or sold it. Mm -hmm. And my thinking is at first, like, oh man, seriously. And then second, I'm like, it's theirs. They can do what they want with it. And then I think about our field in general and I'm like, maybe they needed the money. Totally. Right. And so I don't think that we should take that as an insult. And yeah. I, I think that we have to understand that not everything is going to resonate with everybody. A lot of people have really limited space and 
I think that um, if my kids come home with one more cup, like I'm going to lose it because we have so many cups. And, And I love the Yeti. And I think we can all remember what our favorite swag is. And that Yeti, I think for me, is is top like I remember at another conference getting a pashmina Mm. and there was these beautiful scarves draped over the backs of chairs and I can't tell you for the life of me where that conference was and what that conference was about but I remember the swag I remember the gift Mm. that also is interesting it it? is it is yes it is yeah and I think there's a difference you know our our system-wide day is really um, staff are being paid to come to it. Yes. Um, and there's that whole element of intrinsic, extrinsic reward. Yes. Um, and so there's a difference when we're asking people to come after hours, right? Mm-hmm. And we know most people aren't getting paid to come to professional right. learning. So we try and look at ways to um, support or, and I don't even want to say, um, reward because that's but I think we have to think about what is the motivation and really dig into why we're giving or not giving and I think we've really thought a lot about it and and it it is interesting this time around for the system wide because for only one you it was virtual we weren't gathering in person so we didn't have I mean the financial side of things we didn't have venue costs the food costs were different this time for courage to care we're going to be in person and so that means financially differences and different priority areas and part of that is and not the reward like you said but part of that is the celebration and appreciation of the day is that we are coming together we are sharing a meal together which is important and it's and it's you know i'm so grateful when i don't have to pack a lunch yes (laughs) it makes a big difference yes um so it's looking at the the things that we are doing in in a positive in the positive intention behind them right and the whole idea behind appreciation being valued how the public values us like the whole care for each mm-hmm. other i think all of that lends into this notion of why in the past swag has been given because yeah. we wanted people we want people to feel appreciated yeah. and so we also, as Strive, mm-hmm. need to have those conversations and start to think about, is there other ways? Right? Well, and, and from a really human level, we know that gifts do not tell people they're cared about. Right. We could go into all kinds of different stories about people who grew up with everything and did not feel cared for. And also, as we get older and we evolve as humans, I think about how the the gifts around the the birthday table or Christmas tree, we tend to say, we don't need that stuff Mm -hmm. so much anymore, but let's share a meal together and let's just be in each other's presence and and how important that is. And I really see this as a positive evolution of of the sector. And I'm always so proud of the work that happens here in London because I really feel as though we, we drive a lot of these decisions in an early sort of innovative way. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm so incredibly grateful to our professional learning committee tables because we do challenge each other and have those challenging conversations around the table and get to say, you know, the things that we're feeling and and our initial reactions. And when we had that conversation and the decision was made, there was those mixed emotion and those mixed reactions. And I think we're going to hear that 
from the community too on the day of that mixed reaction, which is why we wanted to have this conversation. Right. Because we want to be transparent about the decisions that we're making. We want the community to know this wasn't a singular decision. Um, there's no one person behind this decision. It really is a community and a committee decision um, for so many reasons. And it's been thoughtful and intentional. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think back to, you know, when we started our appreciation events here yes. in London, you know, we had 10, 11, 12, where we provided people um, a meal and some professional learning and then it shifted and now we're going back you know I think there there is an evolution as Kathy said and I can remember and I've told this story before at many tables in the late 80s when I was a keynote at an event and it was an in the evening and they had waiters you know with trays giving the educators hors d'oeuvres yeah. and, and a beverage Right. And so it wasn't so much the hors d'oeuvre or the beverage, but feeling like, oh, I'm important enough to have care someone for. and care for yes. to, to give me food and serve me. Yes. And so I always think about appreciation and care in that way. How do I feel in the space? And I think we can do that without providing gifts or swag. How can we make people feel? And I think the in-person event on the 17th is going to be remarkable in many ways because we haven't been together in large large groups oh it never to this scale i don't think never and and the last time you know what like you said was virtual and so yeah. i think it's it's an evolution and it's an intentional it's intentional why we're doing this and mm -hmm. and hopefully the podcast will help others to just stop and ponder and pause um Will we never give a book again? Probably not. Of no. course not. We right? love books. We love books. <laughs> um, you know, I can still, re I still have my stick and stone book from yes. um, yeah. Diane Cashin Center. Yeah. And last winter, rethink the book. Um, I shared it, and my granddaughters have it. Yeah. You know, so there is, like you said, all swag is not created equally. Yeah. Well, and I think we always have to think about impact, and and I think one of those impacts, you know, giving everybody a little thing versus supporting a small local business in a big way yes. is also really great. I think about the honey jars and I think about, um, you know, just unfortunately we have a lot of educators in the sector that have side gigs mm -hmm. out of necessity. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that we can really impact those people in a big way. Is there something that we can purchase? Because again, we're not, I don't think we're saying no swag ever again. No. I don't believe we're saying that. No. But let's, you know, if we're doing this, be super mindful, be super thoughtful. How can we have the most positive impact? And who do we want to impact? Yeah. And is there a small local business yeah. that, that we can impact in a big way? Well, and doing some research ahead of our episode today, one of the articles from Ethos said that Swag comes in many forms and makes up a $64 billion That's promotional huge. item industry, which is mind-boggling. And the translation to that often means, like we were talking about, not all swags create equal. That's, you know, our, our flimsy cups, our keychains, our whatever. And that results in a $67 billion landfill problem. It feels gross. Right? It feels gross on so many levels. The impact on the earth, gross. Also, dragging us into this commercialism uh, advertising loop. It feels gross. And, and yeah. when we think about the work that we do, we're not 
in the business sector. We're not in the promotion business. Mm -hmm. We are in the human business yeah. of, of working with families and children. And it feels gross. It does. It does. Yeah. Especially when we're, we've been pausing and thinking much more intentionally about how we walk on the land, yes. right? And, you know, I think, you know, we're starting off this session with Hopi, um, who's mm -hmm. going to really challenge us. Yeah. And, and so I think as, as well, that lends to that intentional bit, right? It's the sustainability, it's the, the landfills, it's the intention behind what we're giving. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I'm proud of in terms of our community and strive is that we, we really have spent the time to consider why we do what we do. And that's always been one of the questions I give back to my students. Yeah. I want you to be able to tell someone or communicate why you're doing what you're doing, whether it's from a pedagogical point of view, whether it's from experiences you're providing to the children. And for us, it's what we're doing from a professional learning perspective. Yeah, it would feel completely contradictory if we spent a third of our day talking about how we're caring for the land and then contributing to this $67 billion landfill problem. Well, in reading that, it, it speaks to how the life of these things is so short. And so again, you know, Yeti mugs, you can have those for years. Sure. So pashmina, I probably still have it. Yeah. I remember it. I love it. <laughs> However, some of these things, they say on average eight months to a year lifespan, mm -hmm. and that's on the long end of things. Often these things are discarded at the event. Yes. What a waste. We are in a full-blown environmental crisis, people. Yeah. We have a responsibility to make different decisions mm -hmm. yeah we have to we have yeah. to for the sake of the earth and the children ourselves yeah and um another article and we'll link these articles as well too but actually cheryl and i've been talking a lot about maslow's hierarchy of needs but this is a reverse hierarchical hierarchy. triangle so we'll share this image too and it's the hierarchical ethical guide to swag and it the triangles reverse with the largest part of the top and the first being avoid it if we yes. can the next being upcycle, reuse. And then if you are going to buy new, like Kathy was talking about, go to useful and ethical, small local business. If we can source things that are more sustainably made and produced that way. And at the very bottom of the triangle is the, they call it useless and questionable. And they have a picture of a fidget spinner. Right. right. And I think about, do we know where this stuff comes from? Yeah. How devastated would everybody in that room be if we knew this pen was assembled by a child in a third world country? Oh, mm -hmm. That gives oh. me goosebumps you saying that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's huge ethics around this. Yeah. And I think that's why it's really important that this podcast exists. Mm -hmm. When I think back to our early child educators, you know, everybody who's in this field wants to do right by yeah. children and families. Yes, I believe that deep, deep down. I but I think when we're in a situation like we're in today, where there is so much for us to think about, and there's, you know, burnout, and maybe not enough of us to do the work that needs to be done. It's hard to think about all of these things. Yeah. And so by us putting this podcast together, we can give a little glimmer and, and then maybe hopefully centers can have a conversation about yeah. these things at staff meetings. And I think these are the kinds of conversations we want people to have, mm -hmm. right? We know that we can't, the world cannot exist without childcare. 
we learn right that clearly people cannot work yeah. um and so we and we also know these are our youngest citizens yeah. and so it is really an obligation for us to have those conversations with our youngest citizens they understand the earth yeah they hug trees yeah intuitively they go up to trees and hug them they look at an ant and will not let you step on it yeah. right that's our youngest um learners and so we know that we can influence that. that's really what it means when yes. they say learning alongside children yes. yes right it's not about learning that this child uses their left hand it's about right. really be with children yes. because they will teach us yes. far more than we're ever going to what's teach more them. the most important and i, I think yeah. from a systemic point like if we whittle this all away yeah i can't help but tie this to advocacy yeah because let's be honest it often feels like here's a mug see we we honor your work and and we support your work and it feels like a band-aid it does it feels like a band-aid yes. and and i think avoidance is good from a landfill perspective i think that taking a stance and saying this is not where the money needs to go this needs to go to wages and everybody knows that and yep. and sure swag can be pennies to you know to quite expensive yeah. and when you multiply that over hundreds of people over many many years it's actually very considerable mm -hmm. but it's a one-time it's a one-time gift and we we get that far too often yeah. from from the government yes. and funders saying well you can't spend that money in a certain way because it's one time yeah. and that forces us to make decisions that have been icky yeah. And I think I think Kathy's right when she says advocacy, because I think we're we're choosing now to say we don't want to spend that money that way. I ahead uh, of only one you last year, I went into a deep dive about how I could make these swag dollars result in dollars in educators' pockets. And I, you're exactly right; because of the funding limitations, we're not able to do it. It says so it so clearly. So frustrating. And we did have that conversation then too, I think, Kathy, of do we just say no to it? Mm -hmm. And what, what is the impact up the chain? Because that also feels really ungrateful. And it I does. think yes. the thing is, we need these events and. Yes. It's not either or. No. no. And and I think I, I also wouldn't advocate for saying, no, we're not doing these days. Put the money somewhere else. Right. Because first of all, I don't think that that would work. I think we would look um, unappreciative and ungrateful. Right. I, I don't think that that would work. And plus those, these events are important. Very. They're important. We need these events and. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Very good point, Kathy. Yeah. That's why this podcast is helpful because it's like you said, we're not saying no. We're, we're, we're not we're, saying no. And we're not saying never. Never. But we're saying, let's rethink why. Let's. Yeah. Why? And, Pause and, and the and like educators still need to feel valued, appreciated, and cared for. Yes. What can we do to make them feel valued, appreciated, and cared for in a very authentic and meaningful way? Yeah. And what does that look like? Yeah. And I think, you know, after our day on the 17th, I feel like there's going to be more conversations about that because I we're setting so. that, that tone to talk yeah. about care, caring for ourselves, caring for families, caring for the land this is just the beginning of a conversation. Mm -hmm. So when we 
call this about swag. It's really much bigger. True. It's right? so it's, big. What it's do pedagogical we want? in many ways. What do we want our legacy to be? Do we want to be known as the agency who get, gives great swag <laughs> or the agency who leaves people feeling important and empowered? What do we want our legacy to be? I think it's a really, I think it's a really important question. Mm -hmm. What if we measured success by how we left people feeling mm -hmm. rather than the great mug? Because I feel like last year it was amazing, but it's going to be the year we got the Yeti mugs. Yep. It, that's how it's going to be remembered. Sure and what if we measured success by how we left people feeling? And being able to have those conversation so we can understand and people can really reflect because I think at the end of the day they go they we feel a certain way we have the mug we think we feel great we get the mug every time we think about but are we actually taking a deep dive in what made us feel this way mm -hmm. what touched our hearts and I know we do that in all of the reflective work we do yeah. and I think that's why I say this is really more of a pedagogical conversation. Well, and we know in pedagogy, there's surface thinking, yes. and then there's that deep dive you're yeah. speaking of. And I feel like the swag is the surface. Mm -hmm. Yes. And let's get underneath that and say, but really, what was, what was it about that event? What was it about this time together? What was it about the way in which we were with each other? That, that is the stuff. And that, what did you hear and yes. feel? Um, rather than, like you said, you'll, they'll remember the only one you from the swag, but right. what did they hear from? From Mina and yeah. Yeah, Liz and Molly yes. and yes. Yeah, all, all the afternoon sessions. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if there's a different perspective this time yeah. around, you know, in terms of what we reflect on and what we remember. And um I'm well, grateful that we're we're able to have this conversation. Yeah. And I, I think, too, you know, everyone is at a different place in their own pedagogical journey. And if you are still at a place, kind of that surface level, even without swag, to look at this day from the surface level, you know, we're still coming together in person. You don't have to be at your center that day. You're with like-minded professionals all day long. You're going to have coffee and tea and a beautiful lunch and incredible sweets and, and you know, you're not gonna have to pay for parking because we've thought about that. And you're not gonna have to worry about, you know, where to put your coat because we've thought about that. And we're trying to demonstrate our care for you in so many ways on that day, but just not in this way. Right. Because it, it's just not worth the potential impact it's especially on the land. No, and especially when you're talking about so many people, because then you are limiting, you know, what you might be able to give to folks, and then right. it becomes that surface level right. token. Um, and I think you're right. Like, how many times have we, we been able to go to an event where it's absolutely no cost, you're being paid to, to be Either. at work, you're not even thinking about parking. Like yeah. that never happens. Yeah. You know, those are the kinds of things we have to remind people about that there is that intention behind that. Right. Our work is so mentally yes. and physically exhausting. Oh, yes. And to be able to go to this event and for the majority of people not having to plan, yeah. not having to 
like you said, not have to worry about lunch. Yeah. It re- like a change is as good as a rest. For sure. Like it really is. And, and, um, and it'll be nice to not have to worry about that paperwork and, you know, that thing that didn't get cleaned and just, just enjoy each other's yeah, company. Yeah, be present in the moment. And it is nice. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Because then people can breathe in, breathe out, yes. breathe out and reflect. And then they still have their, their weekend time. You know, timing is everything. Yes. Right. We, we've had this conversation for the last couple of years, but the timing is exactly where it needs to be for us to have this conversation and do this work. Mm-hmm. The topic of the day, mm-hmm. you know, the focus on the land, um, our environmental footprint, the fact that everybody you said is mentally and physically exhausting. It's also emotionally and psychologically exhausting. And we know that that's equals burnout. And so that care focuses on all of this conversation the care Mm -hmm. for the earth care for each other care for our families it's meant to be that's why I think it's I think it will be received by folks yeah I think once they've had a chance like we have like we this didn't come lightly we've we've spent a couple years Mm -hmm. having this conversation so if people are upset or questioning or even just went oh no you know it's it's I I I think that's normal because and they that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. they haven't had the time yeah, to think okay. about it and to ponder it. I mean, lots of people are just in survival mode. Absolutely. So, um, you know, any response that we get back from this, I think, is totally normal. And I, I think we don't do that. In ju- we're not going to sit in judgment for people no. who I, might I, have a dinner. I really feel as though people are going to be like, yes. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that the people who struggle with this decision will be... A, a small a small group of people and like you said just just aren't necessarily there yet i think a lot of people yeah. when they hear the thinking behind this yeah and and know what a thoughtful meaningful decision this was i i believe that they will be in gratitude right as well i hope so yeah. And I, I think I gratitude, I mean, this whole idea about, around gratitude and joy and awe, we want to give that back to people in their work. And so everything that we're doing is with that intention. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just kind of comes full circle to my last podcast, yeah, right, in terms of of that, that space and, and the environment and um, where we put our focus and our intention. And so I, I, I do think that people will understand when given the opportunity to have a few minutes to chat about it and talk about it. Yeah. And it's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah. I can't wait. It's, it is unprecedented. We've never had the opportunity for every single organization in London, Middlesex and Elgin to close their doors for the day and have a professional learning day where Mm -hmm. we all come together in person. Mm -hmm. It's going to be that in and of itself is such a gift. Yes. That we're able to do this. And I think mm-hmm. we're so, we are so grateful to the funder for putting this in the hands of the community and letting our professional learning committee make the decisions around how this day was going to look. The courage to care came from conversations at our tables. Mm-hmm. This has been happening. This is not a, you know, <laughs> quick, oh yeah, we have this, this funding, we need to check a box. It is so intentional. Yes. Which, and like you kind of talked about before, Kathy. I feel like our community is leaders in that because we try not, we don't have boxes to check. We did away with boxes to check. Yes. And we want to co-construct things that are going to be meaningful and intentional. 
Yes. And I'm hoping that on the day of people feel that in all aspects of the day, we've left lots of time for reflective conversation, um, for time to gather, time to network, because you're going to be in a room with folks from every organization across the system, people you probably worked with 10 years ago, three years ago, you haven't seen. We want to allow people this opportunity to build community. Right. As well as talking about our connection and our and our courage to care for the land, the children, and ourselves. Exactly. I, I think our most important work is helping children to be in community with one another. Mm-hmm. And that means that we have to do that too. Yes. yes. And and who doesn't who doesn't love that? Yeah. And I think that. there's so many conversations to be had around what community looks like right now. Yeah. And so I think we have to pare it back and just I mean, when I say just, it's it's a big ask of, of early child educators to help the youngest citizens learn how to be with one another, disagree with one another, mm-hmm. not have the same ideas as one another. And so, like Kathy said, we have to challenge ourselves yes. as well. That might feel a bit new for some yeah, people. It might. Um, but uh, I'm proud. I'm proud of what Strive's doing. And I, I believe that our community will um, be proud too. Hopefully. I agree. So Courage to Care is happening on November 17th. All operators and providers in London, Middlesex, and Elgin have received information about the day and an opportunity to choose um, to participate and close their doors for the day, still pay their staff, and, and come to this system-wide day. We are across three venues because we are too big for one venue in, in our region. Yes. Uh, we will be at RBC Place uh, downtown London on York Street is our largest venue. Um, we have the Hellenic Center, which is in the south end of the city, because we there isn't a venue in Elgin County to um, that provides enough space for all Elgin County professionals, even on their own. So they're going to come just slightly into London to the Hellenic Center. That's our second biggest venue, but that is open to London and Middlesex professionals as well, too. And we have one venue in Middlesex at Fire Rock Golf Club. It's the smallest venue. Um, we've saved majority of those spaces for... Middlesex professionals, but again, there is some limited space for London um, and Elgin to join there. We Information has been sent out. Registration is live. It'll be linked. We are asking each um, participant to register themselves for the day of. We encourage you to read through our keynotes bios that are on there. All the meals will be similar. It's going to be such a beautiful day, and I would encourage along this vein of this conversation around swag to also, talking about community made me think of this, to also just, if you're able or in a position or feel comfortable, to push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and maybe sit with people that you don't know or people outside your own organization. There is such value in multiple perspectives And in this type of community that we were just talking about, about having these reflective conversations, agreeing or disagreeing, pushing each other critically and thoughtfully. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to think about that as you come to the day. There won't be assigned seats. You can sit wherever you like, but it's just something else to give you pause going into the day. So thank you both for joining me in this conversation. Thank you. It's so our important. pleasure. So important. I hope we haven't ruffled too many feathers by telling you there will be no Yeti. <laughs> but but again, if people are feeling ruffled, that's okay too. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I, I think we. I th- I think if people 
don't feel that way, it wouldn't be normal. That's right. And I think, like I said, we've been, yeah, yeah, we've been talking about this for a long, long yep. time. So we have to expect educators who haven't had an, a minute to think about much yes. to be able to have some time to ponder it. And I, I, I have no doubt that when people are given the opportunity to chat about it with others and to really think about the intention behind it, that they're going to be happy and proud of what the decision we made as well. I hope yeah. so too. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks, Kathy. Thank I appreciate you. you both. Thanks so much for listening. You can connect with us on Instagram or on our website at slash podcast. I would love to have you tell a friend or colleague about this podcast. Thanks again for listening. Please join us next time.